Hey, how are you doing today, Mikey? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Absolutely fantastic. People need to understand Saskatchewan and the mountains that you were you were laid down in. And and, and the reason why I bring that up is because I'm from Montana. I know that mountain range. And my God, I just can't fathom the thought of going through what you are on alone on history. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it was unlike anything that I've ever seen before. Uh, I had never seen that terrain before I stepped foot on it. So it was really insane for me. Yeah, one of the things that, I mean, I mean, we have mountain ranges down here in the south. You from Georgia, I'm now in Carolina. The thing is, is that, but when you're dropped into those mountains right there in Saskatchewan, my God, I mean, those those are mountains, Mikey. Yeah, yeah, those are mountains, and uh, it's completely different here where we have dirt. They don't have dirt. It's, it's moss <laughs> and rocks, you know, I mean, it's uh, or slipping, one or the other. One of the things that I've learned in being in the wild like that is the fact that I, I totally believe that the mountains, the rocks, and the trees speak to you. In your moments of being on alone on history, did you did you feel the same thing? It's like, okay, I'm not the only one here. This mountain is talking to me. You become completely at one with your surroundings. Uh, you start to learn every sound, every, every little glimpse uh, of movement, every flicker of light. You know where you're at just by the way it's it's really crazy the way that you can go back to I, I want to say how we were when we were primitive. I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I one one of my big questions was going to be about if something really went wrong in this country you would be considered a genius because you understand survival you would have to learn how to teach the rest of us on how to survive. Uh, there's only one way to learn and that's to do it. Uh, you have to actually you know put your hands on it. You have to you have to go around and. See the plant and feel the plant and track the animal and look at the prints and sign and uh, you know it's just being able to to get your hands dirty the they give you just a short amount of equipment, and that also includes the recording gear. How do you know what to record without over recording? And do they give you enough you know room to where you can film as much as you want? Oh yes, uh, basically you record everything. Uh, doesn't matter what you're doing, you record it. Uh, of course, now there's there's some things that nobody wants to see, so I tried to leave that out. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I, I recorded every step through through the forest, uh, every hour that I stayed awake. Uh, recorded everything. You can't over record. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> when you're in the mountains in Saskatchewan, yeah. I mean, you, you, those aren't pruned trees. That's not something you buy at a Home Depot. How do you find yourself moving through those trees? Because, I mean, on the other side of that rock could be that big old black bear. Oh, yeah. You have to have your list about you. Uh, you or you're constantly scanning your area. Uh, every every step you take, you want to make sure that it, it's a deliberate step. Yeah. Uh, Especially at first, you don't know anything about the area that you can out in. They don't give you a tour of where you're going. Uh, they they pull up to the shore on a boat and they say bye. Good luck. <laughs> so you're just bushwhacking through there. And that's some of the that's some of the thickest bush I've been in. Uh, there was times that I had to walk sideways just to get through the trees. I totally get that. So how how important is the sense of smell? Because I know that when I go through my own forest here in Carolina, I, I you know when when it's dark outside, my nose is the guide. Uh, you can actually smell water on the wind. Uh, you can you can smell the different animals. Uh, I noticed that a lot here. Uh, 
Georgia, uh, I can tell you the, the scent of a white-tailed deer. And I can tell you just about how long it's been since they've, they've been where you're at by the smell that's left by them, you know. Uh, you can smell it when they get close to you when you're hunting. Uh, it's, it's, once, you, once you tap into that, it's, it's kind of a, an uplifting experience knowing that I, I know how that animal smells. Uh, so the sense of smell, you said you might go around that one rock and there's the black bear. Well, that sense of smell is probably going to be the, the first line of the fence telling you that that black bear is there. Something, something smells, you know, uh, a little musty or whatever, and uh, that's probably an animal close by. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and the, or, or a turtle has died or something has died in front of you. I, I've, I'll never forget that smell. And when, when you walk through the forest and, and you know that something has passed, uh, uh, and, you know, naturally, it, you, you still know, I got to go figure out what it was. And is it, is it a situation that, that will endanger other animals? Oh, yes. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I went through the forest and uh, I found, you know, uh, uh, overnight kill from coyotes or, you know, what have you, or uh, just a, an animal that got away from a hunter or you know, just something that died of natural causes. Yeah. And uh, it, you smell that, like you said, and you, you want to investigate. You want to know uh, basically when it died, how it died, and if what killed it is still around. Yep, yep. Oh, my God. I love this show alone on history, and I love the fact that you're from Georgia and you are sharing your journey with us on the History Channel, dude. I, I love it, too. I can't wait, I can't wait to, to see the season, to see the episodes and see how everybody, uh, all the differences and all the, the skills that they have and how they, they pit against nature and see how everybody, you know, portrays themselves. Yeah. Please come back to the show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you, dude. I, I, I also, uh, <laughs> I would, I would love to, to do something like this again if, if the opportunity ever uh, occurred in the future. <laughs> we'll go do the Appalachian Trail together. Hey, that would, that would be awesome. We have the Pinote here, and uh, I've, I've been on the Pinote quite extensively uh, from childhood on into adulthood. Wow. Well, you be brilliant today, okay, guy? <laughs>